you guys doing? Welcome to episode 464. I want to welcome to the Throttle Club Two-Leg Care. Thanks for joining the Throttle Club. You guys, if you join it, you get access to all the extra content on YouTube as well as HarleyLiberty.com. Make sure that you guys, uh, when you're joining the Throttle Club, you email me so I can give you all the information on HarleyLiberty.com, articles, all that type of stuff that nobody else gets to see. Don't forget to join the Discord server, man. We're having a ball over there. Everybody is communicating with each other. You got voice, you got uh, freaking text, you got freaking video, everything over there, man. So it's uh, pretty cool seeing everybody utilizing the service, having fun over there. No censorship whatsoever. Uh, there are just a few rules. Go through the welcome uh, channel and you can see the rules. We got pics, bikes, uh, titties, everything you want over there, man. Stuff you can't put on other social media platforms, to say the freaking least. Uh, today is Trump's last day in office. I'm sitting there hoping and praying that he pardons Assange, but I guess he's getting a lot of pushback from the swamp. Go figure. You know what? Uh, Julian Assange is a champion for free speech, and especially what's going on now. More than ever, he needs to pardon him. If he don't, I'm going to think he's a coward. I'm sorry. That's just the way I'm going to think right there. Uh, also, don't forget Odyssey, man. We drop one video a week over on Odyssey at Insane Throttle, as well as our other platforms. Today, we're going to be talking about... <laughs> The future of motorcycles, man. Holy cow. Uh, you know what got me thinking about that was uh, Russ's, uh, not actually, it wasn't Russ. It was one of the Hall of Famers that I covered in yesterday's episode, how the father, brother, uncles, you know, as young as six, he was working on motorcycles and bicycles and stuff. So that got me wondering what the future of everything holds. I have to admit a lot's changed for me. <laughs> a lot has changed. But how much more will it change in the future? Right now, sport bikes are the in thing. And I have to admit, them kids know how to ride, man. They do stuff that us older guys would never be able to do never be able to do you know the wheelies the freaking all the tricked out stuff man the tricks you know they're damn good you got to give them their due problem is they don't adhere you know and i'm not talking about all of them i don't want to lump everybody together but they don't adhere to a lot of the norms man they're weaving in and out of traffic uh we did a story yesterday where you know some two of them got mad you know the shorts and the hawaiian shirts guys uh they got mad started beating the guy made bikers look very very stupid i get it you know there's road rage but damn man the old days you just pull out some ball bearings out of your pocket and let it go at that you didn't uh, sit there and beat on people, man. What the hell is wrong with you? So, looking into the future, 
you know, and we're going to concentrate our efforts on the future of motorcycles themselves. There's some tricked out stuff coming out, man. They're doing a lot of prototypes right now. And and on the podcast platforms, if you're going to want to see the first segment, uh, what I'm talking about, I'll give the best uh, information I can for the radio part. But you're going to want to come over and check it out. Uh, the one video, I really like this channel. See, what everybody, and I hope you guys start understanding. Yes, I love doing biker news. I love covering what's going on in the scene. But my true love is the technology of motorcycles. And I love rallies and rally picks and all that stuff. The camaraderie and all that. I love that stuff. But I really love focusing all my attention on my off time when I'm not doing biker news on what's happening in the manufacturer world. I know a lot of... Uh, guys just go out there buy bikes they really don't dig into what the manufacturers are doing what's coming out or they don't uh play, and i always complain about this they don't know their history of everything they don't know the pioneers within the scene you know a lot of the pioneers right now are uh in their upper 80s, you know, mid-70s, upper 80s, and all that stuff, and they're dying off, and they're the ones that were really the trailblazers of what we see today, what's involved into today, and just like uh, the future, man, say 50 years from now, uh, it'd be all us that were trailblazers, you know, we'd be pushing up daisies and stuff, but, you know, what we do now is going to set the tone for the future. Now, each generation thinks the other ain't doing it right, which, you know, I have to agree with, man. The way I looked at stuff is a lot different than somebody younger than me is going to look at this. There's a lot more, uh, how can I say it, tree hugging going on nowadays uh, where they don't understand the past. Uh, especially when it comes to clubs, they don't know. And, uh, you know, this protocol I'm talking about has nothing to do with uh, MC stuff, but protocol of decent riding, man. You don't bring attention to yourself. You don't give bikers a bad name because all that does is give us more damn trouble with the lawmakers. You know, take the... Now, I don't consider them bikers, but uh, these ATV dirt bike riders that get in all these groups they start harassing people driving all stupid and stuff and that gives their sport a bad name now i totally agree there has to be more areas where you can ride atvs and dirt bikes here in illinois there's like nowhere to do it man nowhere and that's one thing uh you know if <laughs> get some private investment going get some private tracks and private trails that would be awesome that would be a good first start or get some legislation passed at the state level where they can put some land aside to use for the sport and you wouldn't have all this craziness but i also believe that some of these restrictions that they put on dirt bikes atvs and all that good stuff on streets is just ridiculous, man. If it's uh, 
freaking it has a headlight has a place to put a plate on it man why can't people and they can keep up the speed why can't they use it why can't they use it you know on road that's one thing that really stinks now if you're out west or you're out south where you have places to ride or you don't have these draconian laws that's cool but a lot of states like say florida it's very uh populated and they don't have them kind of opportunities. You know, it, it, I, the flat track racing, or not the flat track, but the racing on the beaches in Daytona, that's at events and stuff, yeah. But what about the rest of the year? Illinois, again, don't have hardly anywhere. I don't know uh, about Wisconsin much. I haven't checked their laws. But I think there has to be something that changes, and it's only going to change on the state level. So the future of motorcycling looks like it's going to be electric. Yes, it looks like it's going to be electric, especially uh, in the next four years under this administration. You know, I'm only seeing him uh, for one year, then another one's going to take over. Uh, but they're going to really be pushing electric motorcycles. The, you know, you already got the king of the cars, Tesla and stuff. But is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Now, I'm probably going to catch a lot of hell. I love my gas engines, man. But I have to admit, if they get the freaking mileage up to where you can go a long distance and a, a shorter charging time, electric motorcycle is pretty damn cool. Uh, the live wire, I don't, I, you know, I'm a Zero fan. I love Zero. They have a great product. They're leading the industry in electric bikes. And I think they're going to be a major powerhouse. The problem with Harley is you're paying for their brand. That's what you're paying for. They're, they're, they probably sell tons of motorcycles if they just get the price point right. But they're too busy trying to satisfy all the freaking uh, investors and stuff. And I get it. You know, the worst thing they ever did was going public instead of private, but that's just my opinion. You know, I ain't running a company, but you do see that they're literally in last place in sales and stuff if you follow that kind of stuff like I do. Uh, but I don't think, you know, if they improve the live wires range, they improve the batteries, I think it has a shot if they lower it down. To, they got to compete against Zero, man. And they're not doing that whatsoever. They thought that the Livewire was going to actually be the bike that got Harley-Davidson out of its troubles. I get that it was targeted for the urban areas. Problem is, the ones that are going to ride it in the urban areas can't afford $30,000 for that bike. And it's funny, man. Bikes are just freaking uh, up there with the prices of trucks and cars. I think it was Itchy Mode. Uh, he's a real good uh, deal. He's an old timer and stuff. He was talking about uh, it's just like uh, having a second mortgage on some of these bikes and a Harley Davidson at that. Uh, 
most people ask me what you should grab and stuff i, I i'm sorry but i push a lot of uh suzuki products because i love suzuki uh then you got yamaha but their technology is far in advance of what harley davidson's doing so we're going to take a check on this video real quick. I'm not going to play the whole thing. I'm just going to, you know, give a little commentary on it, uh, the way it looks. We'll see what we do from there. Let's get going. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is the 10 future motorcycles you must see by the Magnum. He, he's got a really good freaking channel, and he's talking about the conceptual uh, motorcycle models that are created, uh, and some are ready to go in production. Let's take a this listen. Writing advice and adjustment ideas to optimize the experience. Uh, ain't that one. The visor, which is a pair of glasses that span the entire field of vision and are controlled by eye movements that correlate to return active feedback about road conditions to the rider while adjusting the ride of the bike continuously, depending on the rider's driving style. It also purports to use- That's kind of ugly, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but what it has is the digital technology, man. You're talking about heads-up displays and glasses, which that's becoming uh, real big right now. Uh, I, I think some helmets even have that, but it's really freaking uh, cool, the suspension that they have. It's I, A lot of these things, they automatically curve to the road up to 45 degrees. Now, let's look at Honda's. Wherever he or she goes, look at it following such as her. moving into the garage. It's actually the BMW Motorrad Vision Next 100 motorcycle is that the latest was the BMW incarnation one. of BMW's Vision Next series which celebrates 100 years of the German brand. It is a bike that has self-balancing systems to keep it up. That's the one we just uh, seen. I wanted to go to the Several Honda system. one here. Let's go Hefty to the Honda. There we go. Pounds due primarily to the lithium ion batteries hidden under the slick nose cone. So while it's not exactly in the Superbike club, it still stands up in the all electric crowd. It's bulky if you ask me. Honda riding assist. Here it is. Honda is one of the pioneers of developing the new age technology for cars and bikes. Could do a slow alike. race with that one. Recently, Honda Motorcycles unveiled a unique time. feature for its motorcycles, the Honda Riding Assist. It is an all-electric concept motorcycle which then, continually course, assesses smaller. its position. Furthermore, it can also move the handlebar. Thus, it makes sure that the motorcycle always stays in an upright position. This feature is very helpful while riding the motorcycle in heavy traffic. The auto balancing function is always on, even when the rider sits on the bike. When the bike comes to a dead stop, the rider need not put their feet on the ground for balance. <laughs> the motorcycle balances itself, even while riding at very low speeds. This is very useful for stop and go or slow speed traffic in urban cities. Once the rider gets off the bike, it can even follow the rider wherever he or she goes. What is it with, uh, the Asians, man, they are so much ahead of us when it comes to technology. It's just freaking embarrassing. 
embarrassing for the U.S., man. Now you have a motorcycle that actually stands on its own. Uh, it follows you around like a damn dog. You know, you can't ask for much, you know, more than that, man. <laughs> uh, but here's a really interesting one coming up. Let's check this out. Looks like damn Tron. It has neither bike. a wheel or handlebars. Instead, employing two levers that seem akin to those found on zero I think turn that'd ride be, on that, that, that'd be dangerous. Details of the all-electric vehicle's drivetrain are scant. But Kawasaki says the J-Concept makes use of its proprietary battery management technology and Gigacell, a high-capacity nickel-metal hydride battery. China Dow never be able to ride Neutron that damn bike. thing, man. <laughs> Parker Brothers vehicle. That one's already out. Bike puts out a top speed level of 100 miles per hour. That's Tron Further, right there. It uses no gas or combustion engine power. The Neutron bike runs entirely on an electric motor system. With a fully charged system running on a lithium-ion battery pack, the bike currently travels up to 80 miles. Oh, and there's no room for a passenger. The Neutron bike is a one-person vehicle only. The gas version is already pegging a price tag of at least $55,000. So market watchers expect the electric bike to hit the range a slight bit higher. Both bikes are early entries into what will likely be the template for futuristic motorcycles over the next 10 to 15 years. Yeah, that's just too much for me there, baby. $55,000. Are you freaking crazy? That's insane. But that's kind of the concepts that we're looking at for the next generation. You know, we already got the millennials, you know, they're in uh, the gas stuff. But Generation G, that's what they're looking at, man. They're looking at electronics. And again, if they get, now tell me the truth here. If they get an electronic bike that goes, say, 350 400 miles on a charge it takes less than you know we'll say top end six hours to charge you know go overnight sleep in a motel or three hours if they can get the infrastructure now that's the one thing i agree with with this administration coming in is they want to get a charging system infrastructure put in across the united states not only does that help with uh motorcycles but it helps with cars as well because you know by the time they're done uh now bet me on this we're gonna get back up to four dollars a gallon of gas they're already taking out the keystone pipeline so electric electric is where to go right now so if they can get it up to that range and get the price lower, well, you know, I understand what the one, it's the concept, you know, that's a concept one. But the Honda one, the one that like follows you around, it's like a little dog. Come on, buddy, come on. And you can win a hell of a slow race with that one, man. A hell of a slow race, I bet. So that one looks pretty cool. I don't like the Kawasaki one, man, because it's not, you know, riding a bike is dangerous enough to but uh, try to handle it as a zero turn? No. Uh-uh. So let's go on to some more news here. Out of Fredericksburg, Virginia. Man shot by Stafford County Police after motorcycle club shooting. George Batts pointed a gun at deputies after police said he shot a man in the chest at the club Sunday morning and refused to drop his gun. 
38-year-old North Carolina man remains hospitalized after being shot by Stafford County deputies uh, after police said the man shot another person at the Tuckahoe or Tuckahoe Motorcycle Club on Sunday. George Batts, Richlands, North Carolina, was shot at by police after he pointed a gun at officers after being told repeatedly to drop his weapon. Batts was in possession of the gun in the parking lot of the motorcycle club where police said Batts had a sh- or had shot a man in his 40s in the chest shortly after 10 a.m. Man, that's real early to be up, man, on a friggin' Sunday, <laughs> 10 a.m., man. They must have had something going on over there, uh, freaking uh, probably a poker run or something. Uh, the, but uh, they told uh, both Bats and the victim were attending an event at the Motorcycle Club, which has a clubhouse in Business Park. That's one thing about clubhouses, man. Uh, usually the best thing I'd recommend is getting into a, an industrial section instead of a storefront or something, you know, because you, you can put up more security when it comes to the industrial sections. The best is to try to own it, but uh, that rarely uh, happens and stuff unless you put it in trust, somebody loans you, all that kind of stuff. Uh, deputies arrived to find uh, a man in his 40s had been shot and found bats in the parking lot holding a gun uh, after he f- uh, failed to follow the instructions of officers that dropped the gun. He pointed the gun at the... That was a stupid move. You don't point it at him. Just drop the damn thing. You know, problem is with their orders, man, they, they like shoot first and then say drop it, man. They get all confused, man. They get that adrenaline running is what the problem is. Uh, they provided medical treatment to both men who were taken to local hospital. Uh, the one faces uh, charges of malicious wounding and the use of a firm. Huh? A firm? What the frick is a firm? You mean a gun? <laughs> and the commission of a felony. Spell check! I get it, man, when you're doing it. I get it. Uh, now, you know, going overseas, uh, the highest motorcycle museum in the world went up in flames. Uh, let's see if we can watch it a little bit here. Let's see. Uh, anyway, uh, by the time, this is out of rideapart.com, real good news source. Uh, by the time firefighters arrived, the entire roof was aflame. Fans of the European motoring history are reeling today after Austria's top mounting crosspoint motorcycle museum suffered a catastrophic Uh, fire on January 18th. Nestled at the base of the Austrian side of the pass where Austria and Italy meet in the depths of the Alps, the museum was founded in 2016 by twin brothers Albin and Altilla as a way of showing off their collections of classic iron. The museum hosted around 230 classic, mostly European bikes, from the likes of Sunbeam, Bro Superior, Zundap, along with smaller collection of vintage cars, including Porsches, Ferraris, uh, vintage American bikes like Harleys, Indians, and even Flying Merkel, were part of the collection. Uh, so, you know, that's messed up, man. That, that, that is a loss to the community right there. Now! 
overseas to them acting a fool. Early, or Hell's Angels OMCG member charged after a vehicle and a foot pursuit. Strike Force Raptor operatives have to, they got so many Strike Forces over there, it's unreal. What do you got one for each club or something? I don't know. Uh, charged the Hells Angels outlaw motorcycle gang member following a vehicle and foot pursuit in southwest Sydney. Just after 2.30 p.m. yesterday, which was the 18th, officers attached to the criminal group's uh, squad strike force uh, Raptor observed a white Holden Commodore traveling around the signposted speed limit uh, near M7 and M5. Uh, there was a brief uh, pursuit initiated. Uh, the driver, a 31-year-old man, allegedly attempted to flee, and that's allegedly flee police on foot, jumping fences, and running through several backyards. The man was arrested following a brief struggle with a male senior constable at Cartwright Park and uh, taken to Liverpool Hospital for mandatory blood and urine testing. The man, who is a Hells Angel OMCG member, was refused bail to appear at Liverpool local court. During a search of the Commodore, police allegedly located, allegedly, 45 grams of cannabis, which was seized. You guys sure you didn't plant that? You know, because sometimes that happens. You know, you can't, you know, yeah. Anyway, the passenger, a 16-year-old girl, was arrested at the scene and also taken to Liverpool police she was dealt with under the Young Offenders Act and release. What did you arrest her for? She was just a passenger. Uh, then they go on to what Strike Force Raptor is, and, you know, 2009 it started, blah, 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 blah. Now, uh, there's a man, we're still over there, man. Man granted bail over attempted shooting murder of Mongols' bikey Roko Kuroa. And here is, uh, you know, let's see if I could get that to play just a little bit here. Uh, of course, that's the way it works over there. I think we'll go most uh, of this year with... Be quiet. Uh, one of the 16 men charged over the attempted hit of Mongols, Bikey Roka Kura, will be released from custody. Uh, he was shot four times in a hail of bullets in Melbourne's Northeast on August 1st of 2019. When he arrived for what he thought was a date with a woman he met on social media. You gotta be careful about that. They're crazy. And it's, you know what? Women are the first thing that somebody used to get at you. Uh, Pavia uh, Sinta, one of several men anti-bikey police have charged over the alleged attempted murder, was granted bail. So, yeah, he was uh, granted bail. Uh, he's believed to be a member of the Finks, and he's uh, facing a charge of attempted murder. 
Sad state of affairs, man. State, sad state of affairs. But you got to watch freaking women, man. You really do. Over to ProudHooligan.com for all your insane throttle official merchandise, including our new Proud Hooligan line. ProudHooligan.com has a wide assortment of gear to make you look good on your next ride. ProudHooligan.com is the go-to for every biker when they want to look good as well as to help the show out while doing it. Visit ProudHooligan.com now. Rock on. Okay, we are back. Ooh, go to ProudHooligan.com. You'll get your uh, support wear for Insane Throttle. You'll look good doing it, man. Uh, we got some good shirts over there. Proud Hooligan shirts, Motorcycle Madhouse, Insane Throttle. Everything is over there for you. Also, don't forget Discord. That's where everybody's going now, man. It's non-censured. And you guys just get let loose, man. Because I know a lot of people are like, man, what the hell on YouTube? You can't have any swearing on there, man. No more swearing in the comments. I hate it, but that's the way it has to work. It's their platform, Facebook as well. Uh, but you can go over to Discord. And I got the links uh, pinned and also uh, in the description box. Just click on that link and go ahead and uh, set up and you're in the server. So what do you guys think? Uh, do you think I'm right or do you think I'm wrong that the future of motorcycling is in the electric industry, man? I really believe this is what's happening is over the net. I'd have to say uh, 2035 by then. I think it'd be mostly electric. I really do. Uh, so if. The manufacturers don't start to change their way, which they're starting to a little bit. You know, again, you had Harley try the live wire experiment that fell on its damn face. Uh, but you got Zero out there leading the crowd. And there's a lot of people that are giving Zero a ton of freaking good reviews, man. A ton of them. I'm actually, I actually uh, ordered uh, the MotoVlog setup for this summer. Uh, it's a lot easier. It's an intercom with a freaking camera built in, and uh, it's a lot easier than the other old stuff. So I'm hoping to take that and go take a ride on a Zero, uh, give a, a review on that, or give a review on the Livewire. You know, one or the other, or both. You know, I want to start uh, giving some reviews. You know, just bring something different to the channels for uh, all our video channels, man. That, uh, we're on every one of them. So Rumble, Odyssey, uh, BitChute, the whole nine yards. So I want to bring a different uh, type of content, you know, more than just biker news. We're going to do actual coverage of rallies, which I think everybody uh, will enjoy. I know I will doing it because uh, being in this freaking house locked up during this covid stuff is a killer man is a freaking killer so hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode don't forget to bring us to work with you man we got a lot of people that uh listen to us uh, at work on the, the ride and also drive wherever you have to go we got episode we got over 400 episodes on there so you just go and chill and have some fun man don't forget bring it to the table this week i don't know man i'm working on uh somebody that might come on but we'll see what's going on there uh with that i'll talk to you guys later you have a good one rock on i'll see you over on the hollywood and china doll show talk to you